Anyway, last time we played on Star Trek: The Next Generation, <laughs> uh, the group was met with Thalia Moonspire, who claimed that she was there. She just like walked into the temple like she owned the place. Claimed that she was there for Mirabelle. So obviously, y'all didn't want to just give a no necromancer a dead body. So you were like, uh, "No, you're not gonna take her." But Yarkris did offer Thalia Mirabelle's head, and she was like. Uh, okay, I'll take what I can get. You guys aren't worth my time. She left. Uh, the party then decided to ransack the temple before some acolytes came looking for Xanrith because y'all made a loud noise and you left dead bodies in the temple. Charlie took on his form and distracted the acolytes as the others fled the temple. The next day, Clara offered to smooth over the clusterfuck that is the Arl Temple and Yarkris then led the party on a fucking witch hunt rampage to the house with the crest from his past, only to find a note on the door saying that they wanted to talk. You all stormed in to the house without knocking, which is actually kind of quite rude. And Yarkris is upset to see that the master of the house is not his old master, but his master's son, new master of the house, tells him that he hasn't seen his father in years, but his father does have connections to the Zentarum and has friends in Waterdeep. And if you wanted to find him, that'd probably be your best place to find him. And also, if you do find him, cut him once for him because he does not like his father. And that is where we left off. Uh, you guys were on your way back to the inn, I believe. And Trayvok and Okta stayed behind with Clara. Was there anything that Trayvok and Okta wanted to talk about with Clara while the others were out? Uh, no, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I was gonna say, unfortunately, same. We are we are keeping guard and and making sure things stay in order. That. Trayvok's Trayvok's probably making tea. Trayvok is always With making tea. tea. He's like the gentlest barbarian, like <laughs> ever. I love it. So, all right. He's a very perceptive barbarian too. That's pretty important. He is. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> so, as you guys are making your way back to the inn, uh. It has gotten very cold. Like you guys woke up this morning and it was it was colder than usual, but you kind of just took it as like a normal cold day in Luskin, which I discovered recently that I've been saying the name of the town wrong and it's not pronounced Luskin, it's pronounced Luskin. <laughs> How dare. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, in my defense, I didn't really I didn't know how it's pronounced, but now I do. So I'm going to pronounce it Luskin. You guys just thought it was like a regular cold day. It was just like, okay, it's just a really cold day. It is winter. It's should be cold. We're up north. But it's like really, really cold now. And the wind is kind of starting to blow a little bit harder. And it's getting to the point where the wind is pushing so hard, you kind of like have to like push against it to keep moving forward. And all of a sudden you just, you guys, as you're trying to make your way back to the inn, you just hear this loud, like whooshing sound of air but it sounds like far away and you can kind of see like 
in the distance, like out over over the town and in the bay, you see it looks as though the water is just like freezing over very rapidly. And before you can even like fully brace yourselves, it's just you just see this torrential like wave of like snow hit the town. I need everybody to give me strength saving throws. Oh. And do. Lovely. Ah. Hey, that's, that's, that's a five. Two. Uh, 18 for Trayvok. Okay. Did anybody roll lower than like a 10? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I either got yeah. nine or seven. I think I think I've got a seven. Okay, so that was Octa. Uh, dog hair. Yeah. In my mouth. Octa. <laughs> yeah, I had a dog. A piece of dog hair in my mouth. I have pets. Jesus. <laughs> so that was Octa and Victor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so no. you guys are hit by this like wave of snow and wind and like sleet and. The rest of you managed to keep your your feet, but Octa and Victor are blown to the ground. Victor weighs as much as his clothes and money. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, I guess I should probably roll for Charlie since I don't know what. Oh, yeah, Charlie. Charlie goes down, too. Oh, hey, it's Charlie. Hello, Charles. Charles. Yep, I'm here. You want to roll a strength saving throw for me? Yeah, just give me a second. My ask why I'm making a strength saving throw? Lots of snow and wind. Gotcha. There's a snow nami. A snow nami. Can I cast guidance? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, that's a fourteen. Okay. Charlie does manage to keep her ground, but Victor, you do see Victor and Octa go flying. They don't go like flying like into a building or anything, but they do like get pushed to the ground like five feet away from you guys. <laughs> And it's just, it is very cold and there's a lot of snow and vision is, your vision is very impaired. What are you doing? What do you do? Um, I was trying to stand back up. <laughs> Did I take damage yeah, from that? Can, no, no, no damage, but it pushed you off your feet. Okay. Just, to just, stand back just up. the damage, just the D four damage to your pride. Let's see. Hold on. Your pride takes two points of damage. Oh, I'm still fine. It's Victor. <laughs> I have any pride anyway. Victor has like eighty two points of pride. Oh, that's underselling it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I guess I stand back up too. Okay. 
Is there like a central location where it seems like the cold is coming from? Like what direction is the wind coming from? From the bay. From the bay. Yeah. And who all do we have with us? Do we have Clara with us? Oh, actually, I guess technically Octa wasn't there. She was back at the inn, so... I didn't get knocked over. So you didn't get knocked over the window. And then, and then I am also not. The yeah, you're also not there. So, ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. Trayvok, okay, give yeah. me your saving throw. Through through time and space, you <laughs> no. just feel strength fill no, your Victor, body. Victor's the only one that gets <laughs> in a, in a blown very over. Dwarven way. Damn it! <laughs> Victor's the only one that gets blown over. Your pride takes another two points of damage. <laughs> You shrink two feet, but get immensely strong. <laughs> so, Teria, give me a history check really quick. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, a nat 20. Um, you've seen winters like this before in Luskin. Uh, they happen during the winters where perhaps maybe the sacrifice to Arl wasn't exactly up to her standards. And uh. she's just so pretty much, you're just like, ah, Got it. Arl's pissed. Hey guys, we have a pissed off goddess. Alright, let's go. Hey, not the first time. Um, Did we okay, transport to Frime of the Frostmaiden or something? <laughs> do I know what she does about it? Like, what's the resolution in those winters? Uh, the resolution of those winters is try to make another sacrifice that will appease her, or just hold out until the spring thaw is Hold it until relieved do i know if it just affects the area or it affects luskin and like the general surrounding area you know that um 10 towns might also probably be suffering which is like an encampment of 10 towns further up north <laughs> but we're trying to go south right mm-hmm. hey guys yeah, as far as you're concerned, you're kind of done in Luskin. Do we want to leave these people to this shitty winter? Um, like, yes. Did we set up the kids yet? Did I, I miss did. that? No. We did should we do that. Off? We should set up the kids and, like, figure something out with Clara. I know we came oh, up right. with a plan. We were going to, like, teleportation circle out of here, weren't we? Yeah. So we could just, like... <laughs> Grab them and skedaddle. <clears throat> yeah, I think we were gonna send them home or to the the druid bitch. But what if these people get killed by the angry goddess? That sounds a lot like not our problem. They're the ones who choose to live here and appease her by sacrifices. Yeah. If they can't appease her, that's one. their problem. We got enough gods that we're apparently having to appease. We She's not on my list. Really starting to question y'all's alignments. Yeah, we can't just leave these people to die. I'm neutral. That is true. Charlie these, is neutral. She these people chose to live here. That's their problem. Look, <laughs> we got there other is a lot, shit. There's to a lot do. to be said for what Charlie said, though. Of their god requires sentient beings sacrifice. But we're not exa- we're not exactly out here saving puppies. Fair, but maybe not everybody is that dogmatic about it. Mm. Well, I I don't know what they actually require as a sacrifice. What like, do you suppose we do then? 
Well, no, but y'all are still out in the freaking freezing cold, so. Uh, as somebody who doesn't like to fuck with the gods, I'm not down. Yeah, Victor is this halfway to the end. This bitch don't fuck with the gods? Bitch don't fuck with the gods. This bitch don't fuck with the gods. Sure don't. So what are we doing? Alright, let's get into Ian, but we're talking about this. Alright, so as you guys continue to make your way, uh, give me one more strength saving throw, you guys, as you... I'll, I'll guide it, Victor. I got a 15. 15 as well. <laughs> I got an 8. <laughs> well, not you, Wait, Octa. I'm not with them, alright. Yeah. <laughs> Octa, Octa and uh, Trayvok don't need to make these saving throws. Alright, okay. All right. I have a 14. <laughs> so is Charlie the only one who fa failed? Two! You don't know that. <laughs> two! Two. You're I'm good. Dying. You're good. Two, two passes. Two passes. Yeah, okay. totally. Okay, so Charlie, Charlie is the only one that got below a 10? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you guys are making it through, uh, trying to make your way back to the inn, and Charlie's having a bit of a harder time. She's starting to lag behind. I'm uh, just gonna jump on Trayvok. Like, I'm gonna like grab on his Trayvok, arm. And be like, Trayvok's not there. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on Victor, who's not a, either strong either. But I'm I, like, we'll do it together, a, friend. I got a 15. I'm I'm handling it a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah Victor's just, like, I'll, I'll help. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the wind came, at, came right at me. <laughs> oh, that's cute. We're going to just hold on to each other and walk side by side. All right. So you guys managed to make it back to the inn. Not too much more incident. Uh, and back up to your room where you left Trayvok, Opta, and Clara. And uh, Clara's looking out the window. A little bit perplexed, uh, very nervous looking. And she turns around when she sees you enter the room. Uh, and she just looks at you and she goes, this isn't boding well. Nope. Victor uncorks one of the fancy elf wines. No, <laughs> it's not. Damn shame. But, um, so I think... I think I have an idea, though. Um, you're probably not going to like it very much, but um, I don't think that I can go home just yet. Um, I think I have to stay here. Why? And because Arl's mad. Gods are always mad about something. I, look, you don't you don't understand. I, she's Arl's been in my mind. She's been in my soul. I know what Mirabelle was trying to do. Just don't really know why or the exact mechanics of it. Um, but I do know Arl's pissed. Uh, but I think I have a plan. I just need to get back to the temple. Someone has to run it, and I'd rather it be me than anybody else. Would she like to share or divulge any of this plan with us, her trusted friends? 
You are trusted friends. Um, I like how he actually phrases it that way, and she responds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friends. At, at that statement, Victor stands up and puts a hand on her shoulder. Considering what we just brought you from, only piece of advice that I have for you is get better judgment on your friends. But in this case, you're right. Um, I know you, a lot of the children at the temple were brought in as orphans and some of them might be, I, we don't know where they might actually come from, but I'm sure that I can find the records of it in Mirabelle's office, but it might take some time to piece them all together, but I can work on that. Is there any way I can reach you? Um, Cause I'm sure you're not going to stay here for much longer. I have sending now, so... Trayvok, do you have an, a burb I, we can give her to, like... Uh, I also... Let her know to contact us so we can yes. then contact her? Yes, I sure do. Okay, great. We uh, can give her a bird. <laughs> also, also, uh, also, above the table, I would like to point out that I still don't use my Consult the Spirits often enough, and technically, it would be less creepy to use Clairvoyance if she knew it was coming, and we could arrange a little time and she could hold up a sign with updates. I don't know if that's cheating clairvoyance, but um, I don't know. I, I would have to like read this, read the thing, but Okay. Also I But yes, I do I do have a paper bird and I'll sort of like rummage around. I'm just saying, it. like we have great ways to communicate back to her, but I wanna make sure that if she has an SOS, she can send us an SOS. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's totally fair. And also, like, I'm sure we can get more birds somewhere. We have gold now. So use this as an emergency. Yeah. Oh. All right. Speaking of, yeah. speaking yeah, of birds. Because... Oh, right. We have other birds. I was going to say, speaking of birds above the table, Victor would have immediately called in Artemis, like, when they got to the inn. Um. Yeah, I'm going to say, you. yeah, you probably grabbed him from outside of the yeah. the uh, temple so yeah Artemis is in there he I mean he was like okay he's like an owl but like yeah it's pretty cold even for an owl and the wind is his bigger concern mm -hmm. I'm just saying like between multiple people we have sending so like I'm sure once every couple days we can check in on her or through your clairvoyance or whatever like you know so if you wanted to go with me to the temple, that would be all right. Um, if you wanted to, or if you wanted to just leave from here, I'm not sure exactly what your plan is. Isn't there a transmutation circle in the temple we planned on using? <laughs> transmutation. <laughs> uh, a transportation circle, yes. But I mean, like... Salea doesn't have to use a teleportation circle that's already made to use teleportation circle. Sure, but it's it's I, I don't know how the spell works. It's more free if we do, right? No. Salea okay, just looks at you like dumbfounded. Like, do you not know how magic works? Yeah, My I've, son studies that. Yeah, not I'm me. pretty sure like that's, a, what, that's, that's what his bills are for. Yeah. No, it's like I believe it's like, like, I don't it's do a, the learning. I just pay the bill. It's a two-way, I think it's a two-way street, pretty sure. But, um, yeah, so that's up to you if you wanted to follow her back to the temple or not, 
or if you wanted to just get on your way. Chaotic Charlie kind of just wants to go back to see what's actually happening now after the chaos she left, but she's not gonna like talk the team into going. I'm 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 gonna regret saying this. I I don't see any harm in a like what's the worst that can happen sense of going to the temple. Like, yeah. do we want to go on a cross country journey? Maybe not, but. Because we do have a laundry list of priorities, but like I, I don't think spending the afternoon to go to the temple and see what's up <laughs> has very few downsides. And we already killed the biggest threats there. Why not? Yeah. The good news is, is the well, the inn is a little far away. It's probably about the same distance, a little bit further from the house that you guys were at. But if you keep in between the buildings, you should be able to get there without too much trouble. Oh, how much how much snow are we doing with outside? Like a lot. Like it's already starting to pile up. It's you guys have been back at the inn for maybe like it started snowing like maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, and there's probably already like easily half an inch to an inch of snow outside. Okay, we can deal with that, I think. And like the windows are very frosted over. Charlie is no longer interested in going to the temple. <laughs> Why? Because it's cold. It is cold. It is make cold. You not cold. I mean, I'm not going to make you walk in the cold. It's fine. I'm I'm kind of used to it, uh, but uh, I'm not going to like leave you guys in the dark to my plan. If you want to know what it is, and then you can be on your way. I, it doesn't really matter to me. Yes, please. We would like. To I mean, we have. To, don't we have to go back to send people, or is that like her plan is like nixing our plan? We don't no, her, know. Her plan is like, so originally you guys were going to take her with you and you were going to like drop her off and like Boulder's Gate and take her to Slumberhaven to like return her to her family. Yeah. I think that was your original plan. Now she has decided that she can't go home just yet. And she needs to set some things straight at the temple before she can even think about going to see her birth family. Yeah, but like, weren't we going to like send kids home? You were, if, but if they- you don't know where they belong. None of them remember where they're from. All of them were sold as children slaves. Majority of them, probably. Okay. It's easier to wipe. It's easier to rewrite, um, to write a memory than it is. Break a child. Yeah. Then it's it's easier to like raise a child who doesn't have any memories of where they come from than to to then one who does. (laughs) All right, so, all right, I'm not going to make you walk in the snow. I'm You You really look like you don't want to. Uh, a lot of you are not from the north. Uh, so, Aurel, we all know, is an evil god. But I think that if I can maneuver the acolytes of the temple, if we do this right... We personally don't have to be. Aurel is a god who demands sacrifice and worship. And if we do appease her, we keep the balance. We protect our city. We protect our home. And that is the most important part. Unfortunately... Uh, human sacrifices are a demand of hers. They always have been, always will be. We've always done it. Probably always will. But 
I think that there is a proper way that we can go about it. I think that if we work with the city guard, we can use prisoners that have life sentences or volunteers, and I know you're right, it's not like the best, but volunteers of the elderly or the sick and dying with, of course, consent from their families, of course. Are we making the giver here? I don't know what that means. Sure sounds like it. <laughs> it's not going to be like it has been in the past. In the past, we've done drafts. We've forced it on people. This way, Ooh. at least, it would be people that possibly deserve it or are going to not make it through the winter anyway. If we come across really shitty people in our travels, we could just, like, teleportation circle to this place and hand them off to you guys. This could be like a one-stop shop of like, let's... let's I mean, wh who are we to sit here and act like we're above killing people? Like, we've killed so many motherfucking people in this group. Sure. It's, like a, it's like a Pokemon center for evil people. You Somehow this feels but... worse, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I'm, I'm wondering about Clara's alignment. I'm not, a, I'm not mm -hmm. against it, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it does seem worse. The first half definitely a stronger argument than the second half. What's what's better, a man who killed ten people, or a seventeen-year-old boy who had his name unluckily drawn? Which, not... Might I remind you, happened four years ago. Not saying your plan's bad. There would be some. It, it, it would be justice for the community. Should it be you deciding who deserves it from around here? For us to be sending people from other countries to be functionally executed here. wasn't asking for that. Oh, no, I'm not necessarily talking to you. Wow. Think about all the people that we've come across where we're like, yeah, let's kill this motherfucker, right? Well, and Victor actually thinks about this. How many people has Victor killed? Uh, you killed a lot of werewolves. That's not people. Right, and we don't have the people. <laughs> werewolves are people who transform into wolves. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't have human faces when Victor killed them. He, to, you have to understand. To hit, I, as a player, understand the difference. I'm saying to Victor, Victor's that's not the same thing. Permanence. Victor doesn't we have, have object permanence. in this party, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Did you execute... Did we execute Clara's dad? No, you didn't execute anybody. You No, we sent him away to go to the big city to be yeah, a prisoner there. Yeah, you all okay. got arrested. They all got arrested. Okay. And then the worst Salaya did was light some guy's crotch on fire. Victor is now remembering repeatedly giving some woman a seizure over and over again and is immediately mm -hmm. more okay with this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know that what I did was actually any better than killing her. You're just kind of like, I'm, I just imagine it goes like this. Like, Victor's <laughs> like, is it really? I really just don't think that. And then he pauses, remembers the fight and goes, you know what? Never mind. Do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying we haven't done worse. I just feel like the system is rife for abuse just as much, if not more, than the original system. Bad people go to the no-no town. I mean, it's all fine and dandy, but we're leaving this town. So that's their deal. I don't know. There yeah. is. It is debatable about what Victor was talking about. Um, what if we just teleportation yeah. circle some of these bosses that we run into, like in a major fight, back to this town and have them go to this oral person? Like, Possibly. All the, you know, there's so many people. It, who's to say that it has to be 
Like, what constitutes, like, a good or bad sacrifice to, like, appease this goddess, right? Is it numbers? Or is it, like, reasoning for sacrifice? Or is it, like, how strong the person is? So, like, what... Maybe we could work with this. Maybe we could be like, look, this is a red wizard and they're a piece of shit. Or this person is a slave owner, right? <clears throat> Give me a religion check. Um, Religion. Oh, I'm proficient in that. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, you do remember from your studies that with the human sacrifices, it doesn't... Arl doesn't necessarily care, like, what they've done in their life. She just wants, a like, a human sacrifice. Okay. So it could just be anybody. You know that, like, in the past, there have been some volunteers. They're rare and very few and far between. Uh, there have been, in other years where there were no volunteers, they've done a draft where, like, everybody's name... It's like the Hunger Games where, like, everybody's name just goes in it, but instead of, like, being able to fight for your life, you're just stripped of all your clothing and sent out into the frozen wild tundra. That's fun. Yeah, you don't have a choice. You all should fucking move! <laughs> So this is that's like also an option. The Game of Thrones, like the dude, the wildling that like sent all of his infant children out into the, and just like left them in the woods to become like fucking yeah. Okay, okay. We could, you know, any slave owner we come across, okay, instead of burning them down, we could we could send them to be sacrifices to keep this city afloat. I'm okay with that. Right, like there's so many shitty people that it's like yeah, yeah, you deserve to be executed. And I'm going to assume uh, that Yarkris would say something along the lines of I would like to I would prefer to kill him with my own hands, but that might be okay too. I think what I'm hearing though is we're not like sticking around and setting up this plan. No. If if we happen to phone it in later, that's fine. Right. The, this is uh, more like this is more like you know, mail order murder. Yeah. Like this is oh, a, yeah. a one stop shop, we send them off and they get murdered and and we're gonna uh, like survive for like it. fedex don't fedex them because it'll never get there yeah that's a good point <laughs> mm, sure but either either way well there um, goes our sponsorship from fedex <laughs> anyway all right so yeah that was that's her plan i support it all right so then my next question is what exactly happened at the temple what do i need to be aware of Stuff. What do we what do we want to tell her? Um I guess I mean tell her everything, I guess, right? Emotional <laughs> damage it is. <laughs> yeah. Emotional damage. Okay. Yeah, I mean if she really wants to stay and like take up this spot, I mean that's something she's gotta I guess that's her. I guess that's her. Yeah. Put your put your put your big girl panties on. Charlie Charlie casts a what happened. <laughs> what happened? See, what had happened was you became an ice bitch and we then killed the head priestess and some other bitch and I don't remember her name and then the two chuckle fucks ran away and then we like shabammed you back into existence with our love and friendship uh, and then we totally didn't loot anything and tell the kids to go to bed and I did not take on somebody else's face. Um, I feel like half of that is not true. No, you're no, fine. We said, we said we didn't do it. Um, well, I know, think it's... they're looking for you. I don't remember. Okay, it's been a while. Tra it's been Tra like Tra 12 Tra hours. Trayvok flips furiously through a little like 
notebook and uh, confirms whether or not they were looking for her or not. I can't remember what I sent them to do yeah, because I had to send them yeah. away to do something. You sent them away to like take care and clean up like the temple, and you, as Xanrath, was like, "I'm. I know where Clara is. I know what they did with her. I'm going to go right. get her." Right. Right. Yes. So now you're so gonna back. So should I tell them like where's like we obviously don't know where the real Xanrath is. Uh, I'm going to obviously go back without him. Should I just tell them the truth that it was you in disguise or tell them the truth that he ran off like a little bitch? Oh, maybe not in those words, but okay. Um, I mean, I think they're appropriate. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to, um, head back to the temple and try and sort this all out. Uh, wish you the best of luck in whatever it is that you're doing and we'll talk soon, right? Mm-hmm. We're friends now. Right, we're friends. Uh, and then she looks at Soteria and she just, like, comes over to you and pauses for a second and then, like, just pulls you in a big hug and, like, Aww. thank you. Thank you for coming back. I spent so many months trying to. <laughs> right. Gosh, how long has it been now since... So I, have, I mean, like, in real life, it's been, like, a whole ass year. It's been, like, a long time. We've been playing this campaign for three years now. Yeah. Wow. But let's see. You... The start of the campaign... I can't remember how... I think you had only run away from, like, you had only been running away for, like, two months. So yeah. it's been... One, two, three, four, five, six. Like six and a half months since you've well, seen her. Hmm. All right. Well, best of luck to the rest of you. Um, I'm going to go fix whatever it is that we've done. And then she just like waves at the rest of you and gives Charlie a hug, goes back and gives Charlie a hug. Hmm. Obviously. And then uh, walks out of the room. And then a sad little violin plays. Now, what do you do? What are you guys doing now? So, what's happening with the other kids of the temple? She she is going to work on figuring out which one of them, which ones of them, are actually legitimate orphans of like Luskin or like legitimate orphans and she's going to work on figuring out who were children that were bought by <clears throat> Mabel. Um and make okay. like a list. So she's gonna make a she's gonna make a spreadsheet. She's gonna do an <laughs> Abby and she's gonna make a spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. Can 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 she make a Google Doc so that we can edit it as well? Um yeah uh, I don't know who Google is but <laughs> he's like a grand wizard who came up with this uh the grand wizard Google <laughs> Lives high in the mountains. Guagli. Yep. Guagli. <laughs> it's canon. So, do you guys need like a checklist of what you have to do, or do you remember what you have to do? Yeah, that'd be great. A if Trayvok, if Trayvok were to hypothetically flip to the back of his notebook where he's been hypothetically keeping a checklist, what might that say? 
So, uh, you have, you know that you have, uh, Soteria received a paper bird from her mother saying that there was, she had a friend visiting that claimed that he knew them. And it was Vittorio, uh, who you is, I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember who Vittorio is? Is that the Air Genasi? No. No. It was the old man in the desert that the uh, the townspeople asked you to kill because they thought he was stealing yeah. children and he was Draco and Draco's, like, old family doctor. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And you found out was an old member of the Red Wizards of Thay. Uh, you have that in Neverwinter. You also have one of the vestiges. Mercea has decided has found in Neverwinter that Thalros says that you should probably go get that pretty quick because it seems to move around and it just so happens to be like staying steady in Neverwinter for right now. Hmm. So that's like that has a time limit you think but you don't even know what the time limit is. And then for Waterdeep you have Charlie's family, Victor's family, Octa's connection to the Zentarum is there, Yarkris's uh, connection to his old master is there. Uh, we were told about something else there. Like, then, yes, Iovana has a job for you if you want it. <clears throat> we we enjoy being gamefully employed. Acta is trying to avoid her connection to the Zanhendrin, isn't she? Uh, yeah, Acta's not necessarily excited about going to, back to the Zentarum, but it's probably a necessity, seeing as how you guys have gotten a lot of like your. As you put it, from the very beginning of the campaign, the big dick guy <laughs> used Zentarum coins to pay Biggest star. dickus? Yep. Uh, you know, like, you've just, like, had a couple of things pointing towards the Zentarum. So I'm, I have no choice other than to go talk to these people. After having ran into Momorov. Yeah. This is gonna suck. Yes. Okay. And also the well, fact that you know that fight. the fact that you know that people don't just leave the Zentaro. <clears throat> so oh, like, yeah. yeah, going back is going to be like might die. <laughs> yep. But anyway, uh, let's I'm I think we should take a little bit of a break. everyone it's joey just sneaking in here really quick to do a little bit of uh, some announcements i'll go ahead and start off with the first being that inspirational crits is starting a new game it is not going to replace return of the red wizards of course not this one has quite a bit left to go and i refuse to let it die but we are going to be starting a new game and it's going to be a monster of the week campaign for those of you who don't know what Monster of the Week is, it is a Powered by the Apocalypse game from the company Evil Hat Productions. If you want to know more about that game, Geek and I sat down and had a little conversation about what is in store, and that is on our podcast, and you can go ahead and listen to that and get a feel for what's coming. 
The second announcement I have is that myself and a few other members of the cast are going to be at Matsuri Con in Columbus, Ohio on August 12th through the 14th. And I will be giving a panel on how to play D&D. So if you're interested, come on out and say hi, and we look forward to seeing you there. And I think that's really all I have to report, so I'll go ahead and let you get back to the episode. Talk to you later. we got to decide what we're doing i think okay (laughs) tiffany's back i think that we have the time sensitive item yeah that we should do and then if we can we quickly get over to solteria's to meet this friend that's charlie's vote (laughs) i i agree isn't the time sensitive thing in neverwinter as well Mm mm-hmm yeah, so that would be your seeing meeting your mom and then also finding the vestige that has been located. So yeah. that's mom Boulder's Gate, right? Or what's not Boulder's Gate? What's the other place? Slumber Haven? Yeah. No. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. That would be uh Clara's family, Clara Victoria. Is that where the work is? Oh no, Iovana is in Waterdeep. Waterdeep, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in Waterdeep, but there's a time sensitive thing in Neverwinter. So yeah, vestige, mother. To, to Neverwinter. So we, And we have the codes for that one, right? We have the codes. Um <laughs> I like how you guys call it codes. Like that's the my numbers, favorite. what do they mean? Uh they only mean something to uh Salaya, so You'd have to ask her. Yes, you have the Neverwinter Academy. That's the place that you have to sign in and out of whenever you go. Yeah, which we have the ones to... What city did we drop Trayvok's son off at? That would be Zostaspur. Okay, and we have those too, don't we? Because we... Didn't we... You have... I will go over it one more time. You have Felros's Tower in Whitefair. You have, you now have this one. I guess I could put a check mark next to it. Oh, do you have an Excel? Can you just send that to us? That'd be great. <laughs> What's an Excel? <laughs> Bitch, you you introduced it canonly just a minute ago, okay? I Don't start that with me. <laughs> Whatever. So, the one in Whitefair and Falros's Tower, the Temple of Aural and Luskin, the. Estrella's Pearl in Calimport, Iovana's in Waterdeep, Iovana's in Bouldergate, and then the Neverwinter Academy in, in Neverwinter, and then the Moonflower Castle in Evermeet. Okay, I was thinking since we dropped him off at the college, I thought that we no. went mm-hmm. through the college. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We no, that was him. when you were traveling down to. Mm-hmm. That was way back when. I don't have Neverwinter money, jeez. <laughs> Just gotta go to like the state school. <laughs> cool. Well, let's. Oh, what was that staff? Did we ever go over the details of the staff? Oh, yeah. No, the staff that Mirabelle was holding. Because mm-hmm. I know we went over what all we like looted last time, but I don't think we ever went over the staff. That no. do be true. I don't think we talked about that. Hey. All oh, hey, right, hey. I have a puppy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have a little. You have a little. Uh, 
Is it a rock dog? Don't thing? wow me. It's been like a month, okay? A this lot happened. This is very true. You did put, put it what? somewhere. Oh, you have a figure of wondrous power. He's a little on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sent all the things <laughs> in the in the in the note. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We have an immovable rod. We also have this staff, Clara. What does staff do? Clara's already gone. Uh, I'm gonna say I, th- I thought we identified it because we did it with everything else. So I'm sure we could just identify the staff. I don't think you identified the staff. I'm okay. Identify the staff. We identify the staff. Yeah, we identify the staff. I cast a ritually. Takes me ten minutes. Done. <laughs> what the fuck Damn. is it? Um. What does it be? You're identifying it, Charlie. Yes. Okay, I just okay. said that. She okay, sure is for ten whole minutes. Give me, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I got a plus one in that. That's a 16. A 16. Okay. So like the last time when you tried to identify Trayvok's hammer, you are this is more, good shit. You're more carefully guarded this time when you start to feel that familiar like tangle of extremely ancient and powerful magic. And you kind of like guard your mental state it, with just enough time to not take any damage. And hey, Trayvok, what did you do to? Uh, I shot it with fire, which I don't think um, is going to be the case here. But you do manage to get it. You do manage to identify it. It is the Spire of Conflux. It is a vestige of divergence and it needs to be attuned. Hey, Sotera. <laughs> How and would it, you it like does to take touch an hour. Staff? It takes an hour to attune to it, so. And and which one is it for my notes? Because I definitely was not in the middle of sending memes instead of taking notes. <laughs> Spire of... Spire of Conflux. Cool. Sorry, I'm trying to remember who we determined was getting what. Who doesn't have dark vision? I don't have dark vision. Sound, that sounds right. I think we gave you the dark vision goggles. But I also have a lot of items. So. I don't think that is true. I don't think it requires attunement, though. So I know my my little house requires attunement. Mm-hmm. And you have your your cloak of you have attuned, Soteria. You have the cloak of protection, the amulet of proof against detection, and the portable house. Okay, and that's all that I get. Right? <coughs> yeah, one of those. You, up. you have to give one of those up. Uh, does um, Octa have night vision? Octa- yes, I have dark vision because I am a tiefling. Mm-hmm. I remember what I got. That's the important part. Uh, I'm going to give up. We're going to sell this lantern. Yeah, the lantern was not good. I'm going to give up the proof against detection and location, um, just because we always we always travel as a pack, and that seems very pointless. So, are you going to give that to anybody, or are you guys going to sell that? I just need to. Um, Yeah, that. Does anyone want that? It's uh, hidden from magic. You can't be targeted by that. By such magic or perceived through magical scrying sensors. Considering that my brother was assassinated and we're going back there, no one else wants it. I might. You do have an open spot. Uh, Protection against divination magic. Who is going to read the dexterity novel? I was also considering that, but I don't think. Do you have to attune it? Mm-mm. No, you have to read it over six days, but only one yeah. person in our party is going to be able to read it. Yeah, because it can't be read for another century. And it's a plus two to dex. I was thinking about it. I mean, what's Octa's? I feel like Octa's the one that benefits the most from mm-hmm. dexterity boost, right? Octa's dexterity is a 16. Well, as somebody who is ranged, I feel like Octo is the. The natural fit, yeah. 
the natural choice, but I understand if somebody else wants to advocate for them to have it. So you said range. When I'm on the ground, I mean, firing an arrow isn't that that big of a deal. But if I'm going to use the wings of flying, well, um, no, your weapon, your it, weapon it, takes dexterity. It uses dex. Yeah, like like your determining stat is your dex. I also use dex for my attacks as well because I use finesse. Gotcha. Go ahead and let him have it because. I think I've got a, a few things that can give me an advantage anyway. I mean, if I can get airborne, then and that kind of gives me an advantage if I've got a bow and arrow. Not mm-hmm. necessarily. Oh, you guys can divvy it up however yeah. you want. I just picked things. Okay, well, we don't have to decide right this moment. We can we can hang on to that book. I Night Goggles yeah. will show Teria. I think Saleo is taking the object reading one because she doesn't have identify, if I believe correctly. Because I know Solteria and I both have it, but I don't think Saleya had it. So I think Saleya was taking the goggles, but I could be wrong. Yeah, she did give the Wand of Wonder to Victor. Yeah, because she wanted goggles, but I think she already has night vision, right? Saleya, she is a half-elf, so yes. Yeah, so she was going to take the other goggles, I think, instead. Uh, Let's see. Charlie, you do not have dark vision. Solteria does not have dark vision. And Yarkris does not have dark vision. Correct. But I'm taking the Onyx spot or Onyx figurine. So that's my last slot. So I don't want it. Does it require attunement? I'm assuming they all do. It doesn't say on the thing that I have, but I'm assuming they all do. Um, The Onyx dog. Because if the goggles do, then I don't want them. So I really only want the amulet while we're in Waterdeep, but any other time, not really that concerned. So if you want to get the money for selling it after we get out of there... If Victor has a spot, he should take him because it makes him look like an owl. Uh, the figurine of wondrous power does not require attunement. I don't think. Nice. What about the the night vision goggles? I believe they do. Victor, do you have a spot open? I do, but again, that amulet of protection might be better for what we're about to do. Gotcha. Because I do have night vision as well, or dark vision. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we zooping over to Waterdeep then? Uh, that's up to you. Uh, it's not just up to me. It's up to you guys. Uh, what we were waiting on was the decision of to use the teleportation circle or something like that. Saleya can just cast it. Oh, so it's yeah. just okay. So yeah, she'll go ahead and cast it. We'll have to remind her to take that spell slot off. And she go ahead. She goes ahead and she casts the spell. You know, it takes the minute or whatever it takes <laughs> to cast it. Bless you. It takes a minute or so it takes to cast it. And then you guys vanish into the teleportation circle and reappear in the familiar room that holds the teleportation circle in the Neverwinter Academy. With, of course, the book sitting there on the pedestal. And then we all sign in. We're guests. Okay, goggles of night do not require a t- Oh, sweet. So, so, Teria, if you want them. You can see real good. Cool. I like being able to see real good. Those are the goggles of night, right? We have a lot of ranged attack. Mm-hmm. And I think the immovable rod we were putting in the bag for whoever needed it, because mm-hmm. it doesn't require attunement at all. It's the thing that's got like a button on it. You can hold it up and press the button and it just stays there fixed in time and space or whatever. Correct. Yep. And then we'll give the emerald pen to Victor. Oh, and I'm for sure attuning to that um, staff zone. Attuning to what? The staff. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. But it is going to take an hour, so. That's fine. Okay. I don't know if we wanted to do that before. Earlier when we were talking about it, I wasn't sure if 
we wanted to wait an hour before we teleported or do it after we teleported or something. I don't know. Or can I can I do other things while I'm attuning to it or do I have to like focus on it for an hour? You're you like meditating. focus on it for an hour, yeah. So you attune to the Spire of Complex and here's what you get. Put that in campaign images. <laughs> you also now have Celea specials. I was going to say, you're icy hot. I just want it to be like canon that like any fireballs that I cast are blue and hers are the typical orange. Yeah. Yours are like definitely blue fireballs. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. So then we're standing somewhere and the place is on fire and we're like, who did it? Well, no. <laughs> it would be great because like it could be red fire and so Slay would point to you and you'd be like, bitch, my fire blue. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be blamed for Soleil's actions. I have, like, I have so many items that I'm probably going to have to get a different little, like, thing just to contain my items because I have stacked in all ways, like, between my, my class and my feats and my, uh, what is it, my, my race and stuff. Like, I've stacked spells. Like, the amount of spells that I know, like, I have a huge variety of them. Like, I pick as many of them as I can and, like, the different items that I have that give me access to spells. And then I have a lot of items, and so my spell book has, like, no more room in it. You need a bigger book. I do. You guys walk out into the streets of Neverwinter after signing in and, you know, waving at the receptionist as, you know, you walk through the foyer of the Neverwinter Academy. And it's, I mean, it's still cold because it's winter, but it's like, it's balmy compared to what you just left. Because that was some cold ass shit. And you're like, some of you are like, I never want to go that fucking far north ever again, ever. So Terry is like visibly sweating. All right. So what do? So where did he say that the thing was? The vestige thing. In Neverwinter. No, like, specific location? Yeah, he just said it's, like, moving around Neverwinter. Maybe we send him a message. Yeah, I was gonna say, I have sending... Hey, bro, where it be? What are we looking for? Like... Ask him to meet us here. Isn't this this the guy that can teleport, too? Yeah, he can teleport. Um, He told told you you that it was Cabal's Ruin that you're looking for. And... I will remind you, because it has been three weeks and it has been a little bit longer than that since Charlie got the book, uh, Kytriana, Soteria's mom, gave Charlie a book on the Vestiges of Divergence. So if you wanted to look up to see what exactly which vestige you're looking for, you could. I would like to cast reading. (laughs) It's a cantrip. You can just keep doing it. Yeah, it doesn't even require concentration. I'm going to open my book and go to the table of contents. Sure, it does. It does call it. It it does. It requires concentration. And I'm going to flip to the page about this particular vestige. Okay, so and then I'm going to weave a great tale about this vestige as I'm reading it out loud, but in dramatic voices. You do that. So it is a from what is described in the book and the picture that you can see, it is a cloak of dark leather and it appears to have some kind of like gold trim and like a dark, uh, like some kind of a dark lining. So you're looking for a cloak. 
Trayvok's just gonna ask if they have like a coat room here. <laughs> the receptionist is like, uh, we do. Uh, it's over there in the corner. Are you looking for a coat? You have? Are you staying or? Yeah, I had a. Uh, had She's a, like confused. A... Yeah, so so Trayvok just describes uh, you know that he had a particularly fancy coat. Uh, you know, big big family heirloom that he that he thinks he might have left behind uh, during one of our many adventures, and sort of describes what we now know about the cloak. I mean, I I haven't personally seen. You're welcome to go look, I suppose. I'm gonna do that while they're they're figuring shit out. Give me an investigation check. I'm gonna cast guidance on him as he walks away. <laughs> uh, with guidance. That's that'll be twelve. I see a bunch of coats. Yeah, I mean, it's there's coats, and you don't see anything that seems to be fancy enough to be what you're looking for. Well, damn. Keep your secrets, wizards. (laughs) All right, keep your secrets. Trayvok. Yes. Did you find it? I did not, unfortunately. (laughs) Did you use your little like? And she like makes like a like what looks like a magnifying glass on her eye. Shit, that was very out of character. I did not. <laughs> Trayvok, Trayvok bolts back down the hallway. Like uh, Charlie just skips after him. The receptionist is really confused. We're we're not we're not gonna find this vestige here. But what cool shit do I see, if any, in this coat room? You see, there's like one cloak like in the middle of the rack that was like looks really fancy but when you scan over it with your like eye of gem of seeing it's actually not that fancy at all <laughs> gotcha are you um, gonna say eye of sauron there's 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 no like uh indiana jones stuff going on here but okay um cool we just look around a bit and then i guess go back okay and 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 since trayvok does not know magic real good he he confirms with charlie that none of these are what we're looking for yeah okay can i not that I'm like guessing him or anything, but like, can I also look to make sure that none of them are fancy looking? Like, just sure, like, go ahead. Absol- absolutely. Ooh, that's not great. That's not great. Oh, it's okay. I have a plus nine, so that's nineteen. Yeah, you don't see like what looks like could possibly be Cabal's ruin, but I mean, you find some fancy cloaks and some not so fancy cloaks and some, you know. Okay. Okay. Back, back to the plan. Yep. Detect magic's a ritual casting, right? Yeah, you can do ritually cast. Cool. Charlie's just going to walk around town continuously casting, ritually uh, detect magic to see if anybody's cloak pings as we walk around town. Mm. Okay. Okay. By the way, is our friend on, on his way? We should we should summon him to us, if, if not. Yes. Okay. Charlie looks to Solterio. Um, you want me to summon the... Well, not literally. Like, we don't have power over him, but we would like yeah. him to come chill with us and, and tell us his tale. The friend... Wait, which friend? The one that's waiting for me, like, that stopped at my parents' house, or the guy that sent us the message about the vestige? The guy who sent us a message about the vestige. Send him a message, ask him if he knows any more, and if he can, let him know we're here. Okay, he can meet us. We've got tea. Tell him we've got tea. And pie. That. I'm gonna... I'm gonna message and tell him that we are in Neverwinter that we would like some assistance in hunting this down if he's available to meet us. So you get a response from Thalros and he says 
I'm not sure how much help I can be, but he can have Mercea keep trying to look for it. He'll keep you updated. Okay. I'm going to relay that message to the party. Great. Thanks. You the bomb diggity. <laughs> she like fingers gun solteria. That that does give us not much to go on, right? Gives us absolutely nothing to go on. So we're just in town. Um, I mean, like, while we're walking around, I guess we could go, because we're in Soteria's hometown, right? We can go check on her, her mystery yeah. friend while we're looking. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, let's do that. Kill two birds with one stone. Yep. Gonna keep casting the spell. Detect magic. So your, your detect magic spell... It always pings like around your group of friends because especially yeah. Soteria, she lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I mean, every once in a while you get like a ping from a passerby, but it's just like a ring they're wearing or like one time you think, oh, yeah, that guy's cloak is magical. But it like it, it just looks like it's probably extra warm or something like it's enchanted to keep the area around the person warmer or, you know, somebody's hat or some minor enchanted items very few do we want to stand out i mean i feel like we do anyway i'm gonna make i'm gonna replicate the cloak with my cloak like i'm gonna make my cloak look like the vestige <laughs> i want somebody to be like oh my gosh we're wearing the same cloak <laughs> yeah. that bitch stole my cloak that's 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 true we 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 might attack attract attention uh that we have it and people okay. people will be sus you do that you do get quite a few compliments on it though because it's like pretty nice you make it look pretty nice and people ask you oh where did you have it crafted and um stuff like that uh i tell every one of them that it was a gift and that the maker is in town and they're wearing one just like this so if they see them, let me know because I want to thank them. We're gonna crowdsource this mission. <laughs> well, I'm trying everything, buddy. <laughs> and I tell I them to leave a message at the college for us because that's where her mom works, right? That's where Solteria's mom works. Okay, mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't want to send them to Solteria's house because like I don't want to like be a fucking like. Uh, but tell them to just leave a message for Charlie at the university mm-hmm. if they find them. And I tell that to everybody I talk to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next um, thing I'm going to like make a wanted flyer <laughs> as a, as a, as a matter of bookkeeping, since we're in a big magical city, we should sell the shit that we just established that we did not want. Like the lantern. And get mm-hmm. some we should see first if Solteria's mom could want or need it. She has sure. been very kind to us. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. But let's let's not leave Big Magic Town without selling a bunch of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would be stuff that you would have to sell. Because if you remember, Neverwinter doesn't have a lot of, doesn't really have any magic shops. Because mm-hmm. all of the magical items are... Owned by the university. Yeah, run through the university. Which is why I'm going to their mom, because she's like the dean of the college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so we're headed to make a friend. Yeah. I guess you're headed to make a friend. Apparently we have a friend. They just came to visit. That's right. You already you already made this friend. You're you're going to go see this friend again. Well, I guess technically Yarkris and Victor will be making a friend. Maybe. 
Maybe they don't want to be his friend. We can't just make assumption that people want to be friends. This is true. They might think they're weird. I don't know if Vittorio would find Victor weird or not, but... So, you're going to back to the Cloudspire family manor? Yes. Okay. Are you just walking in or are you knocking? Um... How comfortable is Soteria with her family? A novella. Uh, <laughs> right, knock and then, and then a, a knock and then a walk in. Okay, we're going to meet in the middle. I'm respecting yeah. your boundaries by knocking, but asserting coming my... Coming in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but asserting my dominance is your parent by coming in anyway. <laughs> okay, so you knock a little bit and you push the door open and you guys walk in. You are greeted by Kytriana coming to answer the door as you're walking in. And she goes, oh, you're back home it's yep. did everything go all right and ever uh on ever me oh yeah that's right we didn't we haven't been back since oh yeah okay yeah yeah a lot just happened um you can tell me over uh over dinner i will and then she sees yarkrest i'm sure that yarkrest would be more than happy to help me in the kitchen um vittorio is still here if you still want did you get my message I did like, paper bird fantastic vittorio is still here um and then she kind of just like she doesn't really have to like steal yarkris away because he's always more than happy to go cook but she now has to go prepare a little a lot more for dinner she says that vittorio is sitting over in like the lounge area like their living room or whatever relaxing or something like that feel free to go say hi question yes that's like above board how long has this dude just been, like, sitting at their house? Well, like, you got the message literally, like, three days ago. Yeah, so this guy's just been, like, chilling at her house for three days? Yeah, he's visiting. Okay. He's, like, I don't know if you remember this, but Vittorio's also kind of on the run. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's Perfect. trying to lay low a little bit. He's probably not going to stay for very much longer, but figures this is a good a good enough place as any. Because, like, we didn't call ahead and said we were coming or anything. No. No, he's just he's just vibing. He's just waiting for us. He's an NPC. <laughs> cool. Anyways, continue. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, like, back then, like, back in the day when you were, like, going to go for a visit, it was usually for a couple of days because you usually had to travel for a long time. So you didn't, like, travel, like, five days to go visit somebody for, like, a day and then go home. That makes sense. So you guys wander yeah. into the living room. And you may, you do see Vittorio, this like older man with like this brushed back white hair, uh, tan skin. And he's just, he's kind of like sitting with his leg, his leg crossed in a chair reading a book. And he looks up as you enter. Oh, um, I do not fucking remember his voice because it was like a solid year and a half ago. Um, it's good to see all of you again. I see you have some new friends and where are, where's... Draco and Drock. Oh, shit. oh right. <laughs> he, oh, they, fuck. Uh, people who they, don't know about this. They needed a break. I think you're gonna need to sit down for this. I'm. I am sitting down, Charlie. But thank you. We're just checking. Charlie. Charlie goes and sits next to him and like pats his knee. <laughs> Dead. He just so, raises an eyebrow. Draco killed Drock. Yes. And uh, then ran away with like a devil. The end. Any questions? <sighs> so many. Well, mm. I don't have any answers. Because <laughs> we don't know why. Huh. Listen, bud, we're just as confused as you. It was really unfortunate. All right. But 
On the bright side, we did save the air old man. Oh, Renault. Yeah, his, his wife was like a dumb succubus and like a total bitch. <laughs> um, we killed her. By the way, in case you were curious, you all are a very miraculous bunch. Um, thank you. That's so sweet. Tr Trayvok has filled the Ashbrook tankard with like. I don't know, whatever fucking, uh, like, cheap wine I can find, like, in the kitchen area and just sort of slides it over to him because he looks like he needs it. Yeah, and he takes it. He doesn't even blink at the fact that it's the Ashbrook crest and he just drinks from it. That's good. That's good. Um, that's, <laughs> that's good. I don't want her to know I stole from his old employers. Um, so he just, like, I suppose I will unpack that later, but, um... No, I came here. I got in several days ago. Kytriana's an old friend of mine, and she is letting me stay here for a little bit until I no doubt have to move on. But I heard she told me that you're looking for the Red Wizards, and I think I might have somebody who can help you. We would love that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Continue. An old friend of mine, an uh, old comrade from my Red Wizard days. Uh, his name is Zhang Shi, and he... All right, this fuck. Victor's bottle of wine is about half empty by this point, by the way. Right, right, right. My notes. It is Evermead. It is Evermead, and it's very good. I mean, it's not like it's, like, super alcoholic. It's just yeah. really, really good. Um, he... I think Victor has a travel wine glass. Seems like he would. Yeah, like one that, it's like, like... It's like a metal collapses. tumbler. Yeah, like yeah. a metal tumbler, yeah. <laughs> like like, like <laughs> one of those shitty folding ones that you see in mess kits? Yes, but no. except because of when this is, it's amazing. Like, mind-blowing engineering. It does, yeah. He, it's, like, amazing. Uh, like, it's still just as shitty as the ones you can get today. It's just because of, you know, the time. It's a very impressive. I mean, you could press the digitate it to be a little nicer, I guess. Yeah. I'm just like, he would not be drinking straight from the bottle. Oh, hell no. He's <laughs> way too sophisticated for that. The implications, honestly. Yeah, wouldn't want anyone thinking that I'm a lush. Um. So, yeah, he says, I have an old friend named John Shee. He stayed with the Red Wizards a little bit longer than I did. Uh, actually, several years ago, fought with them and helped stop some takeover they were planning down in Schult. He resides, if you wish to go speak with him. He lives north of Waterdeep, near the edge of the Sword Mountains. Probably about uh, two days, two or three days ride from Waterdeep, north of Waterdeep. Well, good thing we know how to get there. All right. I would be careful. He, whatever abode he has set up is probably booby-trapped out the you-know-what. Just be... What? What is you-know-what? Trayvok yeah. just very loudly goes, out the ass. Yeah. To, to Charlie. That. Ah! <laughs> okay. It's a pretty powerful necromancer, but never really had much interest in lichdom, so I think we're okay. Anyway, uh, I believe I have... There's a few of you... Well, there's one of you I haven't met. Uh, and he, like, point, like holds his hand out to Victor. Oh, hello. Uh, the name is Victor Vetinari. Very nice to meet you. Vittorio Broadwell. Pleasure to meet you. Would you like some wine? Is that Evermead? Yes, it is. I would love a glass. If you're willing Victor to pulls out a second collapsible cup. He just has, like, six of them, I imagine. Like... Yeah. Well, well, you can probably like have it on like a key ring on a belt or something. Yeah. So you just have like a bunch of them jangle in there. Yeah. 
It's quite an ingenious act of technology. Thank you. Uh, my family deals in trade, and we met a very interesting blacksmith who didn't really want to make weapons anymore, so concerned himself with little frivolities like this, but I quite like it. Was his name Herbert? Herbert? Huh? Can it? Nothing. Can it be him? Oh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Oh, God. Who, Herbert Herberter <laughs> is from Neverwinter, yes. but in like. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's Herbert Herberter. Because who else but him would make a collapsible <laughs> fucking wine glass? It, it definitely has to be made out of metal, though. It would be made yep. out of metal. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. I love that. That would be a collapsible. Hey, Bubbles, challenge. thank you for the $5 donation. Oh. Yeah, I'm back. Oh, there you also, are. Also, I like that Herbert has. Like, he's probably tried to do, like, collapsible spoons, but it just doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, there's not really a concentric circle or ring that you can go with for that. I, he could probably do it as, like, a slap bracelet. <laughs> okay, okay, no pun intended. That that would fucking slap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, you have this conversation. Do you tell him that it's, like, do you tell say the name Herbert Herbert Herbert? He is... Pr- He's a half bottle of wine down and hasn't eaten today, so probably not. Like, he would think about it and go, I'm not slurring my words, but I don't think I can make it over that mountain. <laughs> uh, well, perhaps when you are not so intoxicated. Uh, Victor oh. raises his glass to cheers. <laughs> he clinks glasses with you. <laughs> All right, so it's probably like late afternoon, like really late afternoon. There's probably like about an hour or two before dinner. Oh, uh, would you guys want to, do you guys want to continue your search or did you just want to sit here and like chill here the rest of the evening and pick up your search in the morning? What would you like to do? Um, is, is there like a, a local bar or something we could see if Charlie's fantastic new Technicolor cloak has uh, maybe got the people talking and worst case scenario, we just have a drink. Charlie in the Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> I didn't say that, but yes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's plenty of bars in Neverwinter. Plenty. Okay, we want the one with the rumors. The one with the rumors. Okay. Uh, Well, Charlie actually spent a good amount of time uh, looking through the bars. So I would say, uh, Charlie, you could make like a... Do like a investigation or like a history check with advantage to figure out which bar had the seediest rumors. Or you can just go back to the one where you got the information from you being a changeling or where, not you being a changeling, but you got the information about the Tangled Vine from. Mm. Sure, let's start there, and then I'll yeah. check for the CDS one. Yeah, we'll bar hop. Okay, so Charlie, you guys, like, you leave Yarkris to help make dinner because he's not here. <laughs> so you guys, you ask oh, him if he wants to we're, come. We're, and we're pre-gaming like, dinner? <laughs> yeah, you're pre-gaming dinner. So, like, you go into the kitchen and ask Yarkus if he wants to go, but you go in and he's, like, apron on. Somewhere he found a fucking chef's hat and he has his, like, sleeves rolled up and he's, like, wrist deep in, like, mashing potatoes or something. And you're just like, we're gonna, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna let you stay here. And Charlie leads you through the town to this bar that is run by, um, like, an older gnome. You walk inside and it's, like, it's relatively crowded because it's, like, people have gotten off work. Uh, They're going in, they're eating, they're drinking. So it's relatively crowded. What would you like to do? Um, I'm just going to approach the the gnome barkeep with with the Ashbrook tankard and ask if he can maybe fill me up and, and ask what's been going on around town these days. Specifically today. 
Uh, well, uh, today, just just today. Uh, recently, recently. Oh, you hear a lot of stuff being a barkeep. What exactly are you looking for? Any uh, rumors? We we as as lovers of fashion would love to know if there have been any any fellow fashionable people uh, wandering around this town. Victor I mean, does like a fancy gesture to show off what he's wearing, <laughs> which is trying to roll to help, I guess, if needed. <laughs> Trayvok makes no effort. He is in whatever <laughs> barbarian shit he's been in for he, a while like, The now. gnome kind of like eyes Victor up and down and he goes, well, Neverwinter ain't as fancy as Waterdeep, but I mean, there's fancy people all over town in Neverwinter. More in the uptown. You don't really see a lot of them down here, but uh, nah, I haven't really seen anybody super out of the fancy ordinary. Mm, that's a shame. We'll, we'll, we'll continue our search. Well, best of luck to you. Can I uh, help anybody else? Have you uh, seen anyone around these parts with, uh, and Victor tries to explain the crest of the family of slavers? Any of those signets or family markings? Can't say that uh, that particular marking makes any, rings any bells, but uh, yeah, no. Haven't seen anything like that around here. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, not a problem. Do do we notice anyone talking about Charlie's fabulous cloak? Uh, give me a perception check. Sure. Ooh, not good. I am I am very uh, invested in whatever it is I'm doing because I got a seven. <laughs> I would also like to look. All right. I'm going to cast guidance. You do that. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, twenty six. Um. You look around the bar, and I mean, like, there's some people, like, eyeing you up because, like, mostly Victor looks like he's made of goddamn money. Um, <laughs> so you might have, like, one or two unsavory folk kind of, like, eyeing Victor up, seeing, like, if it's worth it, but like, there's a lot of you. So, like, they're, de- but you can tell it's, like, they're, like, debating it in their mind if they want to wait until you guys get drunk and try to leave. Um, but nobody's really particularly, are you, you still have the, your armor looking like the cloak? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody's particularly like eyeing your cloak suspiciously. Dumb. <laughs> don't don't they know how how fabulous and fashionable she is? Right. Well, I mean, Trayvok yeah, Trayvok just mourns the lack the lack of fashion in this town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are you guys doing anything else in this inn, or? Um, I don't I don't think there's any like like we're just sort of killing time before dinner and seeing what there is to see. I think rather than just sit in the rooms. So I'm good if everybody else is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so you, those of you who bought drinks or whatever, you enjoy your drink in the bar and then you continue on. Uh, where are you going? Are you going to just bar hop? Victor is going to ask for a road beer. <laughs> a road beer. Yeah, they don't. They, there's Pulls no such thing as like being drunk. Yeah. No such thing as what? No such thing as like a Dora uh, area or anything like that. It's just, you can just drink wherever you want. It doesn't really matter. Nobody cares as long as you're not being belligerent. Yeah, just um, yeah, bar hop like yeah. fill up a wine skin or something for you if that's what you want. Victor pulls out a very nice one. Yeah, I would I would say that Victor one hundred percent has a <laughs> fucking wine skin. It's like, monogrammed. Oh, one hundred fucking percent. <laughs> it's like it has like the two V's in it, like that are like very well stripped yeah. into like over the top, and it's just like stupid. Um so yeah, like the gnome like like eyes your like fucking water deep nobles and like <laughs> fills up the wine skin school wine skin and takes your like silver piece or whatever so you guys how long do you want to spend bar hopping before you head home or whatever you want to do i i think just the amount of time uh the amount of time until dinner like this is this is a time filler for me <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so like it's like a couple hours at most, probably. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, everybody give me like investigation checks. See what you can find in the two hours that you're searching before dinner. Oh, not much. Five. Nineteen. I'm sorry. What are we doing? Investigation. We're 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 shorthanding the bar hopping so that we don't have to talk to every barkeep. Eighteen. That's a nap twenty, making it a twenty-six. Nice. <laughs> okay. So um relatively early into your search, because everybody rolled like eighteens and nineteens and stupid twenty <laughs> shit. You guys some of you like overhear somebody talking to like his friend like in one of the bars. And he says no man i'm telling you it was a shop like i was like wasn't even looking for it it just was like there and i was like what the hell let's go in let's see what it's all about i don't know it's weird i can't remember what it was called or something like that i don't remember what it was called but like no i'm telling you i went in there and then like i found that fucking key i lost like six months ago it was just there and it was like the weirdest thing and the guy just like he's like yeah obviously you lost it so yeah here you go Ooh. it was fucking weird huh. illicit shopping huh Weird. I walk uh, up to them. Okay. Hello. <laughs> They're like the two guys. Like look up at you. Um. Hello. How are you, you doing today? Uh. Fine. I heard you talking about this shop that like just like appeared out of nowhere. I totally went there and I forget where it's at. Do you remember? I was trying to tell my friend about it the like like an hour ago and I couldn't remember where it was and you, I feel really you stupid. This place, dude, you remember what it was called? No, I can't even remember where it's at fucking weird well like so it was like in between these two shops that i like i swear like there there wasn't anything there like it was just an alley but like there was like a shop down there. it was between it was between um it tells you the name of two shops that i don't have on my uh -huh. fucking hand like uh -huh. between like um like a clothing shop and uh some like a bookshop or something and it was like down in the alley and it was just like the weirdest fucking thing Yes, yes, now I remember. Notes it on map. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm going to go see if I can't find it. And if I see you again, I'll I'll tell you what the name of it was, because I, I don't remember. Yeah, cool. I, I don't know. They had a lot of weird shit in it. So, like, yeah, they did. Hope you find whatever it is that you're looking for. I hope you find it. You know what? I bet you I will, since I'm looking for it this time. Yeah. And it just appears out of nowhere when you're looking for things. All right. Dinner, dinner and lost and found shopping. Awesome. All right. So you guys, you just going back for dinner? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So you guys make it back to the uh, Cloudspire Manor. It smells really fucking good as it is with a port town. It's like a fish meal with like uh, potatoes or something. I don't know, whatever the fuck they make for dinner back in the olden days. Dan, you have a very nice dinner. You talk with, um, do you guys have anything that you want to talk to with uh, the Cloud Spires or Vittorio or anything? No. More off-screen family bonding with Soteria and um, her family. <laughs> but, um, but Soteria, you do like, as you guys like come in from dinner or whatever, your um your little sister Marcelina, uh, she comes in and she's just like, and she's like so excited because she's like you're home and like so like your little si your little brother and sister like uh, Zavenis and Marcelina are really excited to see you and they come running in and 
uh, come running up to you. And Marceline is like, Soteria, Soteria, look what I learned. Look what I can do. And she like concentrates really, really hard and like holds her hands out. And you see just like this little like of like frost come out of her hands, but it doesn't really go any far. I do ice magic. Just like you. Wow. Charlie claps. Yes. And she like encourages Solteria to like hype up. Yeah, Trevox. Trevox can be like, you're going to be sending that one to to a magic school next. And one of the good ones, too. Better start saving. Well, my mother works at a college. Yeah, like the kids get free tuition. Like get free tuition. What's the point? Yeah. That's, what ha- that's how it is in real life. Trayvok explains to the children that wizarding school is very expensive. <laughs> wizarding school is very expensive. And Trayvok's just like, oh, cool. My kid does magic, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's only good at, like, light cantrips, though, if I recall. Well, I mean, that was See, hey, I, I, I am a knowledgeable father about my adopted son. I like how you all just forget that he does still have a dad. <laughs> nope. Not in Trayvox's mind. A disapproving father, but like he's still not an orphan. You're not my real dad. Trayvox's my real dad now. He could be. I mean, we could fix this. No, we don't need to fix it. <laughs> we just, you know, Are we, we gonna make put a him Disney out a, movie. Uh, Charlie, Charlie very nicely smoothed it over. It was fine. No, we're gonna make him a fucking volunteered tribute oh, as a sacrifice. God. Oh, God. oh my god. Okay. Uh, oh my god. We have dinner. So what, uh, yeah, you have dinner, you have your conversations, and then uh, what are you doing after dinner? Are you going to bed, or are you going back out to look for the shop? I mean, is the shop going to be open post-dinner? Who knows? It's a magical shop. That's true. I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt to, like, wander around looking for that shop again. If the shop gives you things that you're looking for, maybe that's where we're going to find the cloak that we're looking for. Just Everyone concentrate really, really hard on the cloak. <laughs> or we'll find something else horrifying and connected to our past. It's all good. Think of all the things you've lost in your life. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The whole party busts out into tears. <laughs> what are things that everybody has lost? Um, Everything. Victor finishes the wine. Finds fucking Drake and Drock. <laughs> deep cut, deep cut. Ugh, <laughs> ow. All right. So you guys are like, you know, help clean up after dinner and Katriana, as you guys are going to like leave, you're like, yeah, we're going to head back out for a little bit. She goes, don't stay out too late. The streets do get a bit dangerous at night. Um, yeah. Not a goddess uh, sacrifice. So, you know, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) No, no, that was uh, I did not actually say that. Oh, okay. That was (laughs) So it's we so did like a whole pack of like, we just like literally fought off a whole temple of fucking acolytes and like yeah we'll be okay. Victor, we'll be Victor now fairly drunk just looks up and he goes, "I can give them seizures." And I repeat, "I'm sorry, what?" On command. So she looks at Victor, I, and then looks at Soter or at Salaya or God, no, I was right the first time. Fuck. <laughs> She looks at Soteria. You make interesting friends, dear. Friends is a very weighted word. Victor looks hurt. Trayvok just speaks up. Trusted friends, even. Like I said, don't stay out too late. I would assume by now that the people who have been traveling with Soteria for a long time, like every time somebody associates like, oh, these are your friends. And Soteria is like, "Mm, friends, 
eh, I don't know about that. Like, they're probably used to that. But for newer party members, they're probably like, wait a second, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, again, that, that's Victor's what response. Like, he didn't say anything, he just looks sad. We, Charlie's sent a, we sent a werewolf to space together. Does that mean nothing to you? <laughs> moon, moon. Oh, God. Okay, so you guys are going to find this uh, clothing shop and bookshop. Give me... Uh, I want one of you to head this. So one of you can roll investigation with advantage. I do not have a plus two investigation. It should not be me. <sighs> Why it's only a plus three? I have a plus four. Yeah, mine's only a two. Anybody beat like a plus four? Nope, sounds like it's all you, sounds buddy. Like Octa has a plus five. Wait, what Yarkris. are we rolling for again? Sorry, I got this. Yarkris has a plus seven. Yarkris has a plus seven. What if Yarkris does it? How's the max 20 on whatever? Cool. cool. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> I like I like intrusive that's, that's fashion. That's not how this works. That's yeah. not how this works. You have to. We're investigating in a thing. Come on, don't make me waste that twenty. I'm cool. You're wasting that twenty because that's not how this works. Who's well, I mean, it? it's. I I say we just let him use that because, like, uncannically, like we he just decided to roll and like that's fine. But like none of us else had rolled. Yeah. And I right. feel like that is a very Solea thing to do of just as we're like going there, she just walks past and is like, out, yeah, let's I'm go. I'm going to go find this place. <laughs> yep. Okay. Also, also Solea finds it is like, what are we looking for again? <laughs> yeah. So you guys, okay. So with Solea leading this. Yeah. What are, we, what are we looking for as I put my hand on it by Solea's mistake? Like, hey, this is a really cool shop we're looking at here. <laughs> you, you find this clothing shop and this mm. bookshop that were explained to you. And you're like, okay, this is gonna be the place. And there is like an alley between. Oh, the almost right there. You look down the alley, and it just looks like it's an alley. It doesn't look like there's anything in between these two buildings. Uh, I pop another true sight since it's the evening, and we're gonna be going to bed. Okay. Uh, you pop a true sight. You look down this alley, and you see nothing. Uh, you kind of just F- like. Fuck! I think I've lost my way to this shop. Is that how this works? Yeah, you don't see any doors or anything. You just see, like, a stray cat scurries out from behind a couple of crates. You don't see any doors or any kind of anything that might look like the entrance to a shop. Mm. I mean, I can't, but detect magic? I cannot do that thing either. What is it we're trying to do? We're So there's, there's like, a lost and found shop of sorts, I'm going to call it, that is very mysterious and we were told about. And it, we've been told that it was here. But we cannot seem to find it. I'll ca- I'll ca- ritually class detect magic. Sorry, I'm walking my dog right now. Oh, you're good. Do we detect magic? Uh, no, you don't detect any magic other than what you have on you. Fuck, we've been lied to. Have we been lied to, or does it only appear to one person at a time? Okay, we'll send we'll send one person down the alleyway. Which person are you sending down the alleyway? <laughs> I mean, I'll volunteer as tribute if no one else is jumping on the occasion. <laughs> I guess it's gonna be Trayvok then. Uh, Look, I can right. take a hit, so it's fine. Okay, I would, so, lo- I would love to see someone try to mug me. Um, so you walk down the alleyway, and you get to the end of it, and it kind of like splits off in either direction, where there's like there's the two buildings on either side, and then there's like another building like behind them, and you don't see anything. Just like you do see a door on like the back of the building in front of you, like off to one of the sides, uh, but it just looks like. Um, a regular old door it doesn't look like there's a sign above it or anything i knock on the door uh 
you knock on the door and there's like a pause and you don't hear anything for a little bit and then you just hear like a muffled voice that says we're closed and that's the back door what are you doing come back tomorrow uh Trayvok just kind of in in his normal barbarian way just shouts uh oh yes I've, I've come here to do some very important shopping uh what what time might you find people be open tomorrow eight notes it down Use the front door. <laughs> I will certainly try and just strides away. But they're not open tonight, guys. Try to go walk around the building and find the front door? Sure. Where's the front door? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you. Oh, I just figured you would want to know where you were going in the morning. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So Octa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clever. Octa. Clever Octa. Like, what? Okay, so what fucking shop is this? And you go around and you kind of like it looks like it's some kind of like a pottery shop hmm bamboozled bamboozled again curses and with the confusion of wondering where the fuck this shop could possibly be because it clearly is not in the location that the person in the in or at the person at the tavern said it was mm-hmm. you scratch your heads and head back to the clouds of Iron manor and that's where we're going to call it for tonight Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Tiffany as Soteria, Geek as Victor, and Eddie as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. A normal cold day in Luskin, which I discovered recently that I've been saying the name of the town wrong and it's not pronounced Luskin, it's pronounced Luskin. It's- oh, how dare. <laughs> <laughs>